Welcome to The Drive with Josh Downs, a faith-based coaching podcast where I'll share weekly thoughts, principles, insights, and more, all designed to help you build a better self, to better love yourself, so that you can better become all you were meant to be. Hey everybody, Josh Downs here. This is The Drive Podcast, and today's episode is episode 541, Gratitude as a Catalyst for Change. I remember over the years when my daughters were younger, helping out with quite a few of their science projects. I'm sure many of you know exactly what I'm talking about, most of which always seem to involve baking soda, do you remember, or food coloring of some kind, and typically showed what would happen whenever a certain element was added or mixed with other elements. Well, according to Webster, A substance that increases the rate of a chemical reaction without itself undergoing any permanent chemical change is called a catalyst. Without it, there is no reaction and things stay just as they are. But with it, well, everything changes. I titled this episode Gratitude, A Catalyst for Change, because of my experience with gratitude. I've been in some pretty dark places in my life, as I'm sure you have, and I'm sure that I'll find myself in many more over the years to come. And in those moments, I've learned, though, that one of two things can happen. One is that I can choose to remain in that same state that I was in and not really have much change, probably even get a little bit worse. Or two... I could introduce something different, something that if added correctly could facilitate a reaction and lead to change. And that substance that has impacted me the most, that has caused the biggest reaction in those dark moments in my life, and that has led to the best changes, has been gratitude. When gratitude is added to our life in a larger dose, It's almost like adding baking soda to vinegar. What was once bitter and heavy and yucky and stinky all starts to change. It bubbles, it fizzes, it changes. Now sure, the vinegar is still there, but you tend to forget about it as vinegar and you get lost in something a lot more interesting and fun and really just happy. (laughs) Gratitude is that catalyst. Gratitude has the power to turn what we have into enough. Gratitude has the power to turn our wants into I'm okay without, to turn envy into appreciation, to turn pride into humility and selfishness into service. Gratitude has the power to turn disappointment into patience, despair into hope. It can even turn our pain into experience and our doubts and fears into faith. Gratitude is one of the greatest catalysts of change that I know that there is. Dieter F. Uchtdorf, a leader of my faith, speaking along these lines, said, How blessed we are if we recognize God's handiwork in the marvelous tapestry of life. Gratitude to our Father in Heaven broadens our perception and clears our vision. It inspires humility and fosters empathy toward our fellow man and all of God's creation. Gratitude, he said, is a catalyst to all Christ-like attributes. 
a thankful heart is the parent of all virtues. And to me, that's a profound statement. Gratitude as a catalyst and is a catalyst to all Christ-like attributes, which is why starting today, I'm going to replay the 10 Days of Gratitude episodes that I put together roughly two years ago now, because they're just simply some of my favorites. And really, it's because of them that things began to change for me and continue to change for me. I remember back then, I was feeling pretty down. I was feeling pretty alone, discouraged, and angry at the situation that I was in. Thanksgiving was approaching, and and my kids were all going to their moms for Thanksgiving. My family were going to their in-laws, and there I was. It was just going to be me, alone, for Thanksgiving. And it was about this time two years ago where I was in that situation, And it was then that I realized that, one, I could stay the same and in the same situation, or two, I could add something to help things to change. I could add a catalyst. I could add gratitude. And what helped me the most decide to do that was that I just so happened to decide to focus on gratitude for the month of November just in my podcast. And I found that with each episode that I did, each story that I came across, each tool that I found or practice that was encouraged to do regarding gratitude, it was like adding a little bit of baking soda into my very vinegary life. Little by little, my thoughts and perspective started to change as I listened to these stories, as I reflected on the things that I had instead of the things that I didn't, as I allowed gratitude to enter into my heart and mind and life. I decided at one point to put all these episodes into action and to actually do something and to practice gratitude a little bit more in my own life. And so I started to write gratitude cards to those that I was thankful for during the month of November. Uh, I started to write down three things every day that I was grateful for. And then at one point I decided to deliver pies to gas station attendants on Thanksgiving to tell them thank you for working on Thanksgiving away from their family and friends so that we can better spend time with ours. And from that point on, nothing has been the same for me. My Thanksgiving changed. My life changed. And I've been sharing that story now with students all across the state. Anybody that I get a chance to speak to, that's been a a core part of my message because I want to help others to see that the best way for you to feel better about your own life is to help someone else's life become better. The best way to feel better about yourself is to help somebody else feel better. I'm on my third year now raising funds and inviting others to come start Thanksgiving off right by delivering pies and thank you notes and gift cards to those that are working in our communities. People like police officers, first responders, firemen, gas station attendants, nurses and doctors and so many others. Personally, I experience firsthand and continue to almost daily the catalyst of gratitude. I still find myself in dark places at times, that's for sure, as I know we all will. But I know now better than ever how to change those dark places and to change them a lot more quickly than I once did. And today, I'm going to invite you to do the same. I'm going to invite you to listen these next 10 days to the 10 Days of Gratitude episodes leading up to Thanksgiving. 
and most importantly, to put their messages of gratitude into practice in your own life and see for yourself if you experience the same thing with gratitude that I have. I'm confident that you will. And then, once you do, come and donate to the cause and join us in delivering Pi's Thanksgiving morning with your family and your kids if your time and your proximity allow you to do so. If not, find another way that you can express gratitude to those around you in a way that's meaningful and uplifting and impacting and watch what it does to you in your life. You can find information on this year's Give Thanks on Thanksgiving event on my Facebook page at Josh Downs or on Instagram under Josh Downs Coaching or reach out to me and ask any questions that you have about it and I'm more than happy to send you the information. Remember, no matter your situation, gratitude works. It is and always will be a catalyst for change. And the episode on gratitude that I'm attaching to this episode today is day one of Get Grateful, Why Gratitude? I hope you enjoy it and I hope you enjoy these next 10 days of listening to thoughts and principles and stories and experiences and reasons as to why we have to be grateful and to be thankful, especially at this time of the year. And with that, here is day one of Get Grateful, Why Gratitude? Welcome to The Daily Drive with Josh Downs, a podcast where I'll be sharing principles and insights each and every day to help you on your personal journey through life. Things to better help you move forward from wherever you are to where you want to be. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Daily Drive Podcast. Josh Downs here, and today's actually a special edition of the Daily Drive Podcast. This is day one of our 10 days of Get Grateful, where each day leading up to Thanksgiving will focus on different aspects, stories, and principles of gratitude, all in an effort to cultivate an attitude of gratitude and focus a little bit more in our life on what we have instead of what we don't. As I mentioned several times, I really believe this is the secret to happiness and to living a full and purposeful life. Our lives will become more full when we are grateful. To start off these next two weeks, I wanted to share an episode to remind us all of the benefits of gratitude, which are just so many, it's hard to even list them all. But every reason is a reason to practice it. In an article that I came across in my local newspaper, The Desert News, inciting an article written by the New York Times, There are untold benefits that can be ours if we choose to practice and develop the simple habit of being thankful. Robert Emmons of the University of California, Davis, studied the effects of gratitude by experimenting with the Gratitude Journal. According to the Times, he and fellow researcher Michael E. McCullough of the University of Miami selected a group of subjects to simply record five things every week that they were grateful for. That's just one thing every day. That's it. I mean, if we can't find something every day, just one thing to be grateful for, then there's a problem worse than being ungrateful. After two months of this behavior, the study reports, participants who kept gratitude lists were more likely to have made progress towards important personal goals, academic, interpersonal, and health-based, than those who did not. The study also showed physical changes. The authors reported those keeping gratitude journals exercised more regularly and reported fewer physical symptoms. The premise of this podcast has always been, as you know, to help you get from where you are to where you want to be. 
and much of the fuel that is needed to travel that distance can be found in gratitude. Now, there's no question that as we work to do more, to have more, and to be more, that we are sleeping less to do it. As a result, we turn to all kinds of sources to help us figure out how to sleep more, to sleep better, or to get more out of less sleep. However, research is starting to show that maybe before we turn to help outside of us, we should try something on the inside first. It might be worth trying gratitude before Ambien. According to the research and study, those tested who kept gratitude journals were not just more active, they were also more rested. Dr. Emmons' study included a group of adults with neuromuscular disease who underwent a gratitude intervention for three weeks. Afterward, participants reported improvements in both how much and how well they slept. Dr. Emmons was not alone in finding a correlation between gratitude and rest. Alex Wood of the University of Manchester and colleagues published a review in 2010 of several studies looking at a correlation between gratitude and well-being. They specifically mentioned that even among participants who were usually sleep-impaired, ending the day with positive pre-sleep cognitions was a big help, showing that gratitude promoted these positive bedtime reflections, which seemed to explain why they had better sleep overall. Not only can gratitude profoundly impact us as individuals, it can also greatly impact us as couples. It can significantly impact our relationships. Gratitude is proving to be almost like steroids for couples. As the New York Times reported, couples who were thankful for each other and showed it improved their relationships. According to yet another gratitude study published last year in the Personal Relationships Journal titled It's the Little Things, the research concludes that people in relationships felt two things in response to -to day-to-day thoughtful behaviors of their significant others, indebtedness and gratitude. And it was gratitude that brought happy feelings the next day and was concluded to have power in keeping a relationship on track. According to the authors, feelings of indebtedness showed engagement and commitment externally, but gratitude had uniquely predictive power in relationship promotion, perhaps acting as a booster shot even for the relationship. So maybe the next time your relationship starts to struggle a bit, consider trying practicing gratitude for each other before practicing anything else. Now, have you also noticed how much more as a country, as a community, as individuals, we are combative with others more than we are patient? How we tend to think of the worst than to look for the best, to fight than to forgive? Here as well, gratitude can help solve what's missing. Studies show when we are more thankful, we are actually less aggressive. Research shows that the benefits of showing gratitude are not just reserved for romantic relationships. In September of 2011, the Social, Psychological, and Personality Science Journal published a study by researchers from the University of Kentucky, George Mason University, Florida State University, and Brigham Young University, who all considered the connection between gratitude and aggression. The study concludes that gratitude is linked to lower levels of aggression. Gratitude, according to the authors, requires empathy, an impulse incompatible with aggression. The Times quoted primary author Nathan DeWall as explaining, Gratitude is more than just feeling good. It's an equal opportunity emotion. Anyone can experience it and benefit from it, even the most crotchety uncle at the Thanksgiving dinner table. While so many are searching to find meaning in their lives and happiness, the correct pursuit of happiness will lead them to search inside of themselves, to learn to appreciate all that they have, not all that they don't. To love their life as it is, not as it isn't. To see all that they are, 
not all that they're not. What every recent study on gratitude seems to share that I've come across is that in addition to the specific benefits each noted, thankful people tend to be happier and more satisfied with their lives. The participants in Dr. Emmons' study, for example, were more enthusiastic about their activities and were more optimistic about the week that lay ahead. The Associated Press reports co-author Michael McCullough explaining, When you are stopping and counting your blessings, you are sort of hijacking your emotional system, resetting yourself to see things in a new light. And this reset can be accomplished in simple ways. Kent State University researchers Stephen Toffler and Kathleen Walker researched the effect of writing grateful letters on the well-being of a group of young adult students. The project required participants to write three letters over three weeks to someone in their lives for whom they were thankful. Remy Molina on the site of Live Science reports, the instructions were specific. No pithy thank you notes, no throwaways. They had to, to mean something for the writer and for the recipient. The study concluded that the letter writers saw increases in their levels of gratitude over time, but also in their levels of overall happiness. For its authors, the project revealed a clear connection between being grateful and being happy. Even more importantly, the happiness was increased through intentional action on the part of individuals. Now, what does this mean? Well, the volitional act of writing letters of gratitude supports previous research, which demonstrated that individuals have the ability to direct positive change in their lives, said the authors. And I want you to listen carefully to this. People can make themselves happier. Did you hear that? I mean, did you really hear that? People can make themselves happier. Now I hear many of you saying, yeah, but so can a new car. I mean, have you watched The Price is Right or Oprah when cars were won or given? I can find happiness in new clothes, getting my hair done, a day at the spa, hitting quota or some other professional recognition, winning a ball game or watching my favorite team win, good food, chocolate, ice cream, shopping money, a new romantic connection, and a thousand other things. True, but here's the difference. What is everything outside of you designed by life to do? The new clothes fall to newer fashions. The new car or truck, well, they become an old car or truck. Quotas and professional recognitions are forgotten much quicker than they are earned. Games won are forgotten by the next game. Hair needs to get redone. Food needs to be eaten again and again and again to have the same effect. Money is spent, relationships can end, people come and go. Nothing outside of ourselves is meant to last in this world. Even we won't, at least our bodies, which are on the outside of what and who we really are. That is why Christ said, referring to physical water while talking to a woman at a well, that whosoever drinks of this water will thirst again and again and again. It cannot and it will not satisfy us permanently. But, he continues, Whosoever shall drink of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. A part of that water that he can give inside of us, helping us to lose the thirst for things outside of us, things of the world, and for things that cannot satisfy, is found in gratitude. When we spend time being grateful, we spend time with Him. Because all that we have, all that we are, all that our life is, is because of Him. 
people can make themselves happier when they choose to be grateful to an all-knowing, all-loving Heavenly Father. Gratitude is an act of surrendering to Him, to His will, and to His love. And as Elder Neil A. Maxwell, a former leader of my faith, reminds us, it's the only unconditional surrender that also constitutes a total victory. So my hope, my invitation for you today and in the coming days as we explore gratitude is to surrender to it, to give in to giving thanks, to submit to your indebtedness, become aware of your blessings, acknowledge the amazing that is in your life. And as you do, you will experience greater attainment of your goals, your health will improve, you'll sleep better, your relationships will improve, you'll become less aggressive and agitated with others, and you'll find greater happiness. Or rather, greater happiness will find you because you've developed greater gratitude. And this just isn't all coming from me. This is coming from science. Remember, you don't need to wait for the next thing to make you happier, which is only temporary at best. People can make themselves happier, and they can do it right here and right now today by simply giving thanks. So I think I'm going to start making myself happier right now by telling you, as always, thanks for all the hours you put into listening to some guy on some podcast called The Daily Drive. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. I can't wait for the rest of this week. Just in putting these episodes together, I have felt my own spirit lifted, my own happiness increased. The power of gratitude is real, and we are just getting started. So stay with me and don't miss an episode this week. Your Thanksgiving will thank you, and you'll be so much more grateful as you do. Tomorrow I have an invitation and an opportunity for you to partner with me in giving thanks this Thanksgiving that I'm excited to share with you, so please come back for that. Marcus Tullius Cicero, an early Roman philosopher back in 100 BC, knew of gratitude's importance when he taught that gratitude is not only the greatest of virtues, but it is the parent of all others. Until tomorrow and day two of Get Grateful, I'm Josh Downs and this is The Daily Drive.